Um, it's your girl Jay Dolce here chilling with Rosh from Mars, Dunno, DJ Gang, all of that, all of that. That wasn't even an introduction. No. Do you want me to do a proper one? <laughs> no. Because I won't. <laughs> I mean, I will, but it won't be proper because I'm nah. not, I'm just not a serious candidate, but. He doesn't need to be serious. Okay. okay. Welcome to Life's a Bike, everyone. I'm your host, Rush from Mars, and I'm sitting here with the one and only J. Dolce. Round of applause, crouch here. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> what are we saying? I'm good, I'm good. Um, I'm out here, innit? Just like out that. Out here trying to dodge coronavirus and that. Just like that. You know, this is the last. Um, studio session before they shut this place down no for like two way weeks. yeah it's, no, it's funny i was just about to ask sterling as well like how's that all going because i saw like one guy leave and he was all like stay safe and the really like, yeah the office <laughs> does look a bit empty i'm just like bloody hell he said stay safe he said stay safe and safe on the block bro oh, Christ for the cops bike. yo <laughs> real fucking talk but um yeah it's actually are you scared you know what only yesterday i realized that it's getting a bit serious it's getting peak but it's actually a bit peak you know it's peak I've always, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm a bit lax when it comes to this stuff. But yeah. for me, I, because I was talking to my mum about this the other day. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we dodge life-threatening shit every single day. And especially That's with the media, I've done sociology. So same, I about, same. But, but, so we all know about how the media is The scaremongering and yeah, that. Yeah, the scaremongering, yeah. the moral panics. I'm yeah. really trying not to get caught up in it. But then when you're going on the train and you're seeing hella people with masks... People bringing out hand sanitizer. I've even started doing the whole. Hand Fam, sanitizer that's, I've thing been washing my hands on my regs journey. now. Like, yeah, like it's actually more than regs. It's. I mean, you know what? We just need to stay safe anyway. If anything, this is a reminder that stay Literally. clean, folks. It's actually a reminder because you know, some people forget. You mm. see on Twitter that people weren't always washing their hands. And I'm just and like, like, yo, come you on, come, man. you come in from being out in London. <laughs> that's the London mad- City. Fam. With the population is mad. The trains are bleh, like bleh. You're, you're walking past people every day. I'm not saying people disgust them, but it's like come no, on, but it's actually you come from anyway. London. Yeah, like you gotta just stay clean. But I mean, we move. It's starting to fumble the bag though. Like not necessarily for me, but um, yeah, a couple of my friends who DJ they freelancing and gigs yeah, and that. Yeah, like a couple of their gigs have been cancelled. Mm-hmm. Festivals are being pushed back or cancelled. It is a bit scary because... Yeah, it's um, true because it's actually fumbling the bag for like a lot of creatives right now. I think if we're in full time, this is the perfect minute because... Honestly, my friend's working from home yeah, for, like, yeah. for the unforeseeable future. I'm just like, girl, why did I leave work when I did? It's such a shame. Um, paid it's to be crazy. This. <laughs> or do you know what I mean? Doing my actual stuff that I need to do. But yeah. yeah, but it's true. This emphasizes, you know, this financial freedom is a must. It's a must. It's a must. Like, it's what I've been aiming for. It's funny though because I've never had... I've never had the whole I want to be rich mentality. Like I've always oh, yeah. I've always been quite I've always said I want to live comfortably. Mm-mm. But as of late, maybe within the past year, this hunger in my belly oh, yeah. is just growing. Like I'm just I'm ready to go. Like give yeah. me all the bags. All the bags. A, I'm not even on a humble tip anymore. Give me all the bags. I want it all. I feel that. Do you know what I mean? I want to be rich. Like, yes, let me be comfortable. I want to look after my family. That's it. Like, but, all right, so this is this is where it's different because it's like, yes, I want to be rich, but I'm not chasing the money. Do you know mm, I, mean? mm-hmm. I can't money at the forefront of everything. I actually retweeted somebody yeah. uh, yesterday. Shall I read it out? Please do. Okay. Um, 
what was his name? He actually owns a clothing line. His name is Clint. Clint oh, Clint. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Really I good clothing him. line. So he tweeted, doing something creative with solely money on your mind is an uphill battle you'll never overcome. Literally. End up doing corny shit for bread and it never works out. It's so true. Amen. Amen. Trust me. So how have you, like, you know, going back into DJing now, how have you yeah. managed to stick with one... Because you've built a brand, like a solid brand. Do and obviously, there's, I feel like... Okay. Good. I feel like... Thank you. And we'll go more into that. Okay. But, like, obviously, to DJing is about clout, isn't it? Mm. A lot of it's, like, clout chasing, but it's also about what you bring to the dance. Like, at the end of the day, yeah. your music's going to speak. Yes. But how have you balanced the money side of it with, like, staying authentic and, like, true Oof. to yourself? I feel like it's a challenge every day. Mm. I I just think, for me... I'm all about keeping it a hundred. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like authentic authenticity for me is so is so um, paramount that I I just always have to remind myself why I got into it in the first place. Because when I tell you this journey, it's actually been mad. Because the way I stumbled across it, it's only God mm-hmm. that allowed me to do this. Because you know what it's like. I did not have no clue DJing would be a thing for me. Yeah, at yeah. All. And it's weird, and this is why I say it's good because I feel like it, I've just been I've been prepped to get to this point because I'm from Dawson originally. Yeah. I'm 27 years old, mm-hmm. so I'm a bit of older than I'm. Well, I don't say the majority. Like I do feel yeah. old, but then I feel that's that's just my mentality, really. Like I need to get it out of my head because I'm still in my 20s. But yeah, I think yeah. what I'm trying to say in it. So like um, the early 2010s, like. 2010, 2011, I was what? About, I was about 18. So that's when I really started going out. And that's when Vision was popping. Vision's in Okay, yeah. Yes. Yeah, those things are hot spot. Those things were hot spots. It was a perfect time. Yeah, yeah. It was a perfect uh, place for me to grow up as well. Like, mm-hmm. it was such a multicultural place. And for someone like me who loves music, they had record shops. The yeah, venues were popping. Yeah. And this is before, I guess this is around the time it started to be gentrified. But yeah, Vision was a popping spot. There was also 419. I used to go to this um, event called, was it Bump It? Bump It? Oh, the fact I can't even remember it. It was so, something like that. And um, yeah, what, what I'm trying to say is I've always been going to events, right? Just to enjoy music and just yeah. being out. Like, I've always enjoyed the nightlife. Um, and then I went away for four years, went to Nottingham to go do a degree. Sweet. What did you study? Sociology. But Yeah. So, and I literally just picked that because at the time I felt like I needed to go uni, but I was like, if I'm going to do it for four years and let it be in something that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. So sociology was my first choice and I enjoyed that. I don't regret that at all. But once I graduated, I remember writing a list, like what, what do I want to do now? I'm 23. Cause I, I had to repeat a year. So I graduated quite late. I had to repeat two years, actually. Imagine oh, that. boy, the life. A-levels and a degree. Um, Since. But, yeah, I literally graduated at 23. Like, okay, cool. I don't think I want to get into social work, which is, like, the normal route. Yeah, sociology. yeah. Sociology. I did consider it, though. I went to an assessment centre. I applied for a graduate scheme, but I didn't pass it. Mm-hmm. And um, my list, swear to God, God sees my heart. The top of the list was music. So I was basically writing down everything I could see myself doing. Yeah. Music was one, and youth was the second thing. Um, so I feel like I'm just running on a tangent. Basically, in a nutshell, I just feel like I've uh, been in and about the nightlife so that when I did pick up DJing, I don't want to say it was... Oh, yeah, I guess it was easier for me to to kind of come into the scene because I knew people already, but that mm-hmm. was 
genuine relationships built from years. I was going Rilla for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I knew JC for years. Like, do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. I had a DJ at Rilla, but even just like, you know, and then yeah. through that, I met Cass. We was on the same lineup. Cass DJs for Rilla. So Sweet. it's just, yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's just been prepping me. This nightlife has been prepping me to do this shit, but I never would have seen it come I out. hear that. Do you like, are you like a universe person? Like, oh, yeah. Stars, yeah. Oh, yeah. You like, <laughs> literally. You like the panel the other day. So you know, I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I was just like, yeah, the universe aligns us. Literally, um, and I hear that, like what you were saying. I feel like that yeah. as well. Like, because for me as well, I never had an initial idea or dream to like get into DJing, but right. it feels like I've kind of, you know, yeah, like things are aligning. Yeah. And it feels like, oh, when you look back, it looks like, oh, okay. Like, oh, this makes sense. Like, this endpoint makes sense. Me. It all, I feel like we're all just. It's all stepping stones to a bigger picture, mm-hmm. and you won't realize until the time. Like I feel like I'm only looking back now. Like okay, so everything that I've done, yeah, yeah, has put, built me to this point. Like it all makes sense now. Even the regrets, maybe in the past, at certain jobs that I've done. But it's like, well, no, because even though I didn't enjoy that job, I've yeah. never met this. Yeah, person, yeah, yeah. This person. So that's yeah. so true. That's so true. When Trust you say me, that, it all lines. Like even how me and you met. How do we even meet? It was just through socials, wasn't it? Literally. But look yeah. at that, and I listened to your first episode of Love Life's Like. And before that. I was gonna hit you up, I was gonna hit you up and be like, wow, like, I really respect what you were saying on the podcast. And you mm-hmm. hit me up like, come through, let's do this. Hey, exactly. Like, Great minds. That has to be the universe, man. Therefore, everything now, I just I trust the journey. Yeah. Because literally everything adds up. Everything kind of It's scary though, like there's definitely times when I'm like doubting myself. Mm-hmm. Like, should I be doing this or it's not really working it's yeah. I want it to work I'm so impatient as well sis talk about practicing patience for me please cause that's <laughs> <laughs> see I'm just rolling my eyes because I'm just like I don't even know <laughs> I'm so I'm the most impatient person ever but again I've really ju- I'm just learning I'm still on this journey as well by the way so I'm, yeah. not, I'm not no guru I'm not out here saying this is this is the the way to do things I'm still learning I'm on my journey too but mm-hmm. um I'm really just I'm really just about this whole let go and let God thing right now, and I'm not even I keep I've mentioned God like a good few times on this podcast right now, but I'm not even like the most religious person. I'm very spiritual though, yeah, and I do believe like there is a higher being and we all have a purpose. We we've all been put on this earth for a purpose, right? And I do feel like DJing is my calling because there's so many times I've tried to fight and it's come back or do you know what I mean? Like yeah. things have just popped up opportunities and I'm just like rah okay cool. So, like, what times have you, like, talking about, like, doubting the journey and stuff? Yeah. What was, like, one of them times where you just, like... Like, it so, wasn't very hard to get back on the bike type stuff. I would say last year, beginning of last year. Mm-hmm. So, I started DJing December 2017, right? From then, the whole of 2018 was sick. So, I'd done wireless that first year. Mad, yeah. Um, I was doing some some gigs with GRM Daily. So, it was quite a big year for my first year. Yeah. So I guess going into my second year, 2019, I I had high expectations. And the first few months, I mean, I'd quit my job December 20, 2018. Mm-hmm. Not because I wanted to do freelance, because I wasn't there yet. But I just, I didn't enjoy my job, right? So yeah. I was already going through that transition of, you know, being at home a lot more, having a lot more time. And then, yeah, between January and March last year... I just wasn't getting any bookings. Like, it was just such a quiet year for me. Mm-hmm. But what I've now realised, and now I've met more people who do DJ, 
and you know quite a few people have told me it just the beginning of the year is always a bit quieter because you know like obviously new year's eve and then like beginning of the year there's not really that many parties there's parties but it's not really popular like, summer, yeah 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 summer for djs is just like that's the season that's the season mm. it's summer so but i didn't obviously that was my second year on the first year comparing to comparing it to the first year uh, yeah. the second year was just a bit like raw it was just such a a setback for me so yeah i definitely was getting down about it and um starting to think oh was it just a one-off because you can't really compare it to anything else i'm just like okay is this was that just my peak and then this is it mm, um, i hear that I yeah hear that. and it was my friend that was just like you know what with this time that you have just make sure you're 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 going in like if that's doing mixes or do you know what I mean like get creative with your shit like just yeah just do something to keep you preoccupied otherwise you are gonna just fall into you're just gonna slump slump yeah, yeah. so that's when I created the London Connect and Friends series. oh swear that came out of that like, yeah that is so wavy. yeah literally yeah I was just like okay what can I do like yeah. okay, cool. there's no parties right now let me just DJ with my friends Let's oh you're fun. lit <laughs> I love that thanks love thanks. <laughs> So yeah, I done that, and that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I filmed that in February, and then by March, things started to pick up again. Um, and yeah, last year was a lit year as well. Um, so yeah, that was twenty nineteen, and this year, it's funny because it's actually weird the way it works because this year is basically the same as last year. So, so I'm getting, I might be getting everyone confused with dates, but so <laughs> December twenty eighteen, I yeah. quit my job. I then had that three months of just like inactivity. Then I'd done the London Connecting Friends and then summer happened and everything everything was lit. That was 2019. Yeah. Then the end of 2019, which is just gone, I quit my job again. So I got a new job in between okay, that time. Okay, yeah, yeah. I quit my job again because I wasn't enjoying it. So similar thing, I quit my job around November. Mm-hmm. So obviously Christmas happened and then January, again, a little bit quiet. But I love it because I can compare myself now to last year and the difference is mad. It's crazy because not, not much has changed. Like, I'm still... I'm not employed at the moment. I'm freelancing still. Yeah. Um, but the way... The mindset I have and what I've been doing, I just feel like I've been manifesting opportunities. So I've really been putting myself out there because also I do feel like if you don't ask, you don't get. Yep. I think last yep. year, I had a lot of pride in it. I was like, I'm not asking for um, I've beeped it. Do you know <laughs> asking for a booking if you want me you know where to yeah find me, oh my I mean? gosh yeah but i think the thing is not everyone knows where to find you like you're not literally as as you think. literally and I'm, I'm not out here i'm not big i'm not popping like i don't have bare followers so i just well you know what you know like humble yourself a little bit mm-hmm. send out a few emails and off the back of that i've got a few bookings so it's that you know it's that like there's such a difference between this year this year and last year for sure like i just i feel so much more um centered and grounded I hear that. That's kind of like where I've been this year. Yeah. In fact, my whole journey is like your journey. Okay. But like, like the same thing, like I was in a job that I didn't like quit November. Mm. Then I was, the that winter, I think I started a business. So that was like 2017 to 18. So 2018 was another good year for me, but mm. it wasn't like anything to do with DJing. It was um with this, like this business, the direct thing, right? Okay. And then that was a booming, that was a good year. Yeah. And in 2019, I kind of hit a slump because... It was like trying to figure out new directions and everything. And that's when I started to get way more into my music creative side. Yeah. And it was the same thing. I was kind of in between jobs. Right. Da, 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 da. I kind of ended the year the same way I started it. 
So I, could, I learned a lot, but I kind of was in the same place, like financially, yeah. mentally and everything. Yeah, yeah. And then this year, like these three months, I wasn't doing much. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't, this is the first, like probably first time in ever that I haven't worked at all. Like, yeah. but I was, I was like, okay, what can you do in it? Yeah. Like, there's no time to just chill. Like you actually have to utilize. You have to utilize it. Fam, which is, yeah, like starting to ask people, like send out emails, making mixes and all of that. Yeah, just it, being proactive. Yeah. Look, you've started this podcast. Yeah, you know, yeah, all of that. that. Like you're going to, not even just me, but you're going to get so many guests, I'm telling you, because I just love, I told you already, I love the concept. Everything about it is just amazing. Love that, appreciate creative, that. Like we all go through struggles. Like mm-hmm. Not every journey is the same, but we can all relate to the stresses mate literally <laughs> like and the l's and the w's l's. all of that all of that because i had richie you know the photographer that did that gift pic of you yeah 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 i had him here like last week and like, even him like we was talking about his journey and stuff and it was the same stuff like everyone yeah. has their slumps and their peaks Trust me. and they're like Trust whatever, whatever. Just, I think for me i'm just more i'm more prepared for that yeah As, whereas last year i was shocked it was like rough yeah the fuck it's all a learning process, Alara. Do you know what's mad? I was really into cycling. Mm-hmm. And then my bike got stolen. Mad. How rude. My bike got <laughs> st- stolen as well, actually. But it was just... I wasn't really taking care of it. I just left it outside. <laughs> like, I'm dead. Someone just climbed <laughs> over the wall. Like, <laughs> that was me. That's what you... <laughs> No, I was like, yeah, it's fine, you can have it. It was like it a kid's was bike mad. as well. Like, <laughs> no, that's mad. Like, I loved what I did as a child. And yeah. Same. I had a bike in my mum's garden, that cute, it got yeah. stolen. But I was like, I cried so hard. Oh. Because I loved the bike so much. Like, <laughs> and then, I was, I listen, when I got my next one, I was like, I'm protecting this with my life. Yeah. Like, I hear someone that. tried to steal my bike, I caught them stealing it. Like, really? Outside yeah. my house, rude. Like, no. Yeah. Do you have it like padlocked and stuff? Yeah, like, it's padlocked on the okay. thing, but they were literally trying to pull it off of no. my gate thing yeah. no yeah. way I had to open my window like what are you doing <laughs> everyone ran off there was like six of them that the grind is, so is mad you know literally yeah, that's I didn't know people were still stealing bicycles out here what? I didn't know I'm like, they are. Like, you know what they do <laughs> in Brixton they'll yeah. take one wheel off first so you come and you get yeah. your bike <laughs> you can't take your bike then you come back and your whole bike's gone now like, yeah They'll take the one wheel off, so you can't even back. Yeah, because I've seen the whole one wheel thing, and I wonder, like, what is it? Like, do you just need the tire? Like, what? (laughs) They're they're playing games, like. Yeah, no, (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, let me even introduce my next, the second guest, the co-host. I don't know. (laughs) Co-host guest. (laughs) Whatever, whatever. Yeah, we've got April Styles up in here. Do you want to do a quick intro of yourself? Um... I don't introduce Oh, myself. wait, bring up the mic a bit. Oh. Is that better? Yeah, maybe just pull it like... Yeah. yeah thank you. Okay. Are we live now? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're the whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name's April. Um... Yeah. Nice. Like, oh, okay. April from Brixton. Yeah, April actually. from Brixton. I've nice. done a bit of, I've got a music background, a video background, radio background. Oh, yeah. yeah. Multifaceted. That. Definitely. Literally. So I was just talking with Jay about like the journey and whatnot mm-hmm. and kind of, we kind of went to a lot actually. Yeah. We said it was like all over. On a tangent. Yeah, we touched a lot like, of things. patience mm-hmm. and... Um, what else was we speaking about? Just like the challenges of being a creative. Mm-hmm. We kind of just touched on that. We didn't go into... Well, we went in deep, but we didn't like... Yeah. So what are the challenges that. that you found being a creative? 
Um, I know you probably discussed this before, but... Oh, no, no, I can... Yeah, no. Um, challenges being a creative. Uh, self-doubt, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I guess... Um, just wondering if... Well, yeah, I guess that's under self-doubt. But even just maybe, like, a lack of work. So I was, I was telling Michelle that... Um, Last year, like between January and March, mm-hmm. so the year before, that was like my first year of DJing and it was proper lit. Yeah. And then the top of last year, it was just dead, like crickets. And I was just like, raw, okay. Like, because I didn't have nothing to compare it to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking, is it for me? So even, yeah, mm. just that doubt. And then, um, yeah, maybe like just freelancing in general, um, make sure you have continuous work. And if you don't, then doing your own thing, like just making sure you're, sure you're proactive. Um, that's the thing yeah. so to cut you but it's no. like being a freelancer it's like you have to keep the work going but it's like yeah. it's so hard to to do that when like no sometimes you're, yeah exactly <laughs> like when there's no work it's like yeah. what do you do yeah. now i have to go back to nine to five go to retail and nah. try and make oh, some money yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. And, this is the thing, and this is where money comes in because yeah. i so when i wasn't working the first time last year that's when i started to do a bit of a passion project okay mm. and is that the london me, connect pardon the london connect yeah, friends, yeah. yeah and for me I get it because it's like, all right, cool. You want to be doing something that makes you money. That's not making me money. If anything, I have to spend money because I have to book a videographer Mm -hmm, and um, like get someone to take pictures as well. But it keeps me sane first and foremost because it keeps me active. Yeah. And it's content too. Yeah, literally. That's it. Do you know what I mean? I'm still staying relevant. So it kind of ticks those boxes. And this also links to what I was saying about money. Whereas you don't have to, like, don't chase the money, basically. The money will come. Mm-hmm. So even though that's not making me money, in the long term, some, someone might see those two episodes I've done and be like, oh, right, like, yeah, she's yeah. really for the people, like, she, I'm feeling her style, whatever. And then off the back of that, I can then, then get more bookings. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm really trying, really trying not to think about money mm. during, during this whole journey. Yeah. Like, because I didn't get into it for the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get caught up in that whole thing of money because... For me, it was a blessing. Like when I started getting paid for gig- paid for gigs, I was like, "Rah, this is lit!" I yeah, yeah. Get some pee. I'm not making loads, but it's it's nice. Like it's it, getting it paid for what you to, like doing. Yeah, like allows me to live and survive. Definitely. But um, yeah, I just want to make sure, and I have to constantly remind myself that okay, cool. It's not about the money. The money will come. Like mm-hmm. let the work speak for itself. Literally. So that's that's my mindset on the whole thing. But yeah, I know freelancing is just it's a drag sometimes. That's important yeah. though. Like what you said about content creating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's important to like know that it's okay to like spend money sometimes because yes. everything is your, your portfolio isn't it yeah. it will all work out it's exactly trust investment me. literally trust me even i paid to get my website done mm-hmm. and the website's fire thank <laughs> you at least update i'm not gonna lie update, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> at least it's there and i yeah. get an email account off the back of that so mm-hmm. it just looks professional you know yeah yeah it's definitely things, it's, yeah it's just all investment press shots i've paid photographers to take pictures Sweet. of me before like yeah it's a really big like you have to treat it like a job so obviously you spoke at brixton about building like a brand about of being a dj and whatnot and how you've built yours yeah i missed that part so (laughs) so did i that's a perfect time for a refresher like how did you what steps would you take or advise to build a brand yeah Mm. first of all remain authentic that which is what we touched on at the beginning like Mm -hmm. definitely don't sell your soul just mm-hmm. because you feel it's going to get you somewhere. Like, not literally sell yourself, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, feel yeah. like you have to look a certain way or... Like, your look is definitely a brand, but it's more so, like, build on what 
build on what you like already. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Because that's what I was trying to say in the panel the other day, like, um, this whole social media thing, like, you don't want to get too caught up in it. Because even I did mention, yeah, like, your look is your brand. For me, I... My, like, what I'd like wearing, I like wearing, like, comfortable stuff. I like to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Same. I'm not a hills girl. Literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I literally, like, comfortability, pra- is, yeah, I need to, I need everything to be practical. So I just built on what I already like wearing, and then, like, I'm quite a bubbly person anyway, so I started, like, wearing quite bright colours. To be fair, I just wear what I want to wear in it. Obviously, I just like looking good. Yeah. So really, like, in terms of the look, like, I know that's that's a big deal. Because, really, we are artists. Like, you have to kind of treat it as being an artist. Like, mm-hmm. whole marketing Thousand. side of things. Thousand. But for me, I just wanted to be consistent. Do you know what I mean? So, not necessarily uh, focusing too much on the looks. But in terms of the brand, yeah, I think consistency is the key word here. Like, just making sure that whatever you put out is fire. That mm-hmm. the quality is up there. Quality over quantity every, any day. Any, any day. Like, trust me. Um... Yeah, like, ma- yeah, make sure your mixes are on point. Um, make sure you're dropping them frequently, I guess. Something I didn't do last year, I really slapped with mixes last year. Like, oh. I was going to ask you about that. Like, that. keeping up with yeah, productivity. Right? And that's what I was uh, going to ask. Like, how are you able to stay consistent? Yeah. Like, because you have to be productive all the time in order to keep your audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And procrastination is a bitch. It's yeah. a thing still. Trust me. It's a thing. Like, you know what it is? It's self-discipline. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. something, again, I'm still learning. Like, because like I said, last year, I slacked. And I think a lot of it was because I was working full-time as well. So juggling full-time okay, yeah. with the DJing. It's a lot. Like, I was tired a lot. And then even just to sit down and do a mix. I'm not going to lie. Personally, I don't really like mix. I don't. I prefer DJing live where there's people Mm -hmm. and I feed off the energy. Doing a mix, sitting in my room and doing a mix. Yeah, it's fun when I get into it, but do you know what I mean? Just to sit down and do one, it can be a bit long, but you have to do it. Like even today, I've got like two to do, and I'm gonna do it. I literally put in my calendar, like do guest mixes now. It's self discipline. (laughs) Like literally, I use my calendar to um, keep me like remind myself because my memory is rubbish as well, Mm -hmm. like really bad. But um, yeah, you just have to, I think you have to think about the bigger picture because it's like, okay, cool. It might, it might seem long now, but once it's out there, think about what it could do for you or, do you know what I mean? Who it could impact or who could listen to it. Like, you don't know. You've got to just think for the, in the bigger picture because right now in that moment in time, you might feel tired or mm-hmm. it's long, but I'm always just thinking about the bigger, bigger picture because mm-hmm. even when I, I used to do a radio show, um, uh, about two years ago Sweet. and it was eight to ten so i was getting PM. up bearing in mind oh, I used to do that 8 a.m in the morning okay. till 10 and then i'll go work yeah that's oh, dedication raw. dedicated charge like you know yeah. what i mean like, when i think back, back to now i'm like raw like i actually really done that for a good three months but again it's the bigger picture yeah and you're passionate about what you're doing so exactly. you're gonna exactly. do it you know i'm what gonna I mean? do it exactly and that's another thing like i just want to be passionate about anything i do if i'm not passionate about it it's not for me i've got to let it go mm. that's why i left both my jobs in the space of two years <laughs> i sorry can't hold me down <laughs> go. no yeah. since i feel that that balance <laughs> there as well like, like i need peace but i also no, that's not fulfilling me. And at this mean? time in life, I need to be fulfilled. Yeah. I need yeah. peace, but I also want my mental health. To yeah, be, most definitely. Be up here, do you know what I mean? I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to crumble for the bag. <sighs> Allow it. Like, that's so true. Just, no, real talk. Like, I'd love to the get rich, but let me have fun doing it also. Mm-hmm. Do you think like you're good at networking? Like, what is good what networking? Is network? Yeah. Oh. I used to go to a lot of networking panels like back in the day. And, mm. um, I think because I overthink stuff anyway, <laughs> I'll be look. I'll be 
listening to the panel and I have in mind like, so I'll be like, okay, cool, I'm gonna speak to this person, this person. And okay, I'll be thinking yeah. about the conversation, like how I want it to go or what I need to say, mm-hmm. overthinking it. And then for me, that would just make it more awkward for me because then I'm just like slipping up on my words and stuff. So yeah, yeah. personally, I don't feel I'm great at networking, I but you. I do feel like I'm a people's person. So I can like- That helps. It does help. Like, I feel like I can um, talk to people quite easily, but the whole networking thing. Yeah. I don't know. I know like, what you mean. I just like to be, I like it to be authentic. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Everyone I've met in the game, like it's always, it's all authentic, been authenticity. Yeah. yeah. Like at the, at the forefront, I don't want it to be a thing where it's like, oh, she does this. So let me go talk to her. And yeah. Yeah. See what yeah. she can do for me. Like, Nah, it has to be organic. And I find with networking as well, it's like a lot of people are like that. It's like, oh, she's not this person. So let me just, she can stay over there. But it's like, how can you overlook people when you don't know what the future holds? You know what I mean? You can build with people. So it's like, I find a lot of networking events that I've been to, I find that people are like, like they kind of gravitate towards the people that, oh yeah, she's doing this. So let's just all just talk to her. But it's like, everybody has a part in this industry and you don't know what everyone does. So you shouldn't just cancel out other people. No, everyone has value. Everyone has something to add like you should be wanting to talk to everyone yeah. anybody like mm-hmm. literally even people that aren't in music you just yeah. don't even know you don't know no. how the how your paths cross because everybody comes together in one way or another like yeah. it mm. no true. literally no if you want to get real earthy with it yeah <laughs> <laughs> no i love i mean she said earlier though like we all have been put on this earth for a purpose and i feel like we we definitely all interlink in some way or another like everyone is linked in some way like you are my sister you are my sister you are my do you know what I mean yeah um, yeah let's all just love one another and be happy <laughs> I love Halloween. that <laughs> do you think like DJing is one of your purposes or like, do you think have you actualized your purpose yet do you think in this life mm, like, it's probably no, bigger I than still, DJing but... it's big I, I don't even know like mm. I actually don't know like to this to this day I'm still mm. here like okay where's this going like I don't it's scary because I don't know where, yeah. like every year, not even every year, every day. Yeah, it's yeah. just so unpredictable. I don't yeah. know where it's going to take me. I don't know what I'm going to be doing in five years time. I but that. I do know that I have definitely found my calling. So even yeah, if it yeah. doesn't work out, mm. I will always be DJing yeah. for myself, for my friends. So I'll, I'll always um, do it. I will always do it. But whether it's um, meant for me in the long term, mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you. I hope it is. I mm-hmm. really do. Because it makes me so happy. Yeah. Like, yeah, I really yeah. do feel like without DJing... That's it, though. I feel like... I'll be crumbling. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm not yeah. working right now. Yeah. No DJing. What? So I'm just going to be at home, what? Twilling my thumbs? No. <laughs> Doing what? No, it's nah, true. It's true. Like it. Nah. Music has really just opened doors for me, man. It's yeah. Really it's beautiful. What about you? Do you think you yeah. found yours? To be honest, I'm still finding myself. Yeah. If I'd be really honest. It's like, I... Like I've mentioned to you guys, that. Like, when we met at the networking event, it's like I was in a black hole for a really long time. Yeah, yeah. And I'd, I've had so many things that I wanted to do, but I've never really actioned it due to my anxiety and just mm-hmm. being scared to reach out to people. Just, yeah. do you know what I mean? But I've always been interested in DJing. I've just never been able to have the access, like, yeah. if, if that makes any sense. Okay. Like, so, like, I think my purpose. I don't, I'm not sure what my calling is, but I know that I'm here to impart knowledge onto others based mm. on my personal experiences. Okay. Like, mm. I had a really rough childhood. I grew up with, like, not living with my mum, 
got kicked out at a really young age. Like, and I've been through so much. I feel like I've got a story to tell, yeah. but I just don't know how, how? I'm going to tell it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure yet. I'm still figuring it out. Yeah. I'm yeah. still figuring it out. Do you yeah. catch it in a nutshell about, like, how you pulled yourself out of your, like, anxiety hole? Well, if I be really honest, it's it's been, like, a up and down thing. Like, I've yeah. I've received therapy quite a lot. Okay. And um, that really, really helps because they're able to kind therapy. of, yeah, therapy. It's it's not even, you know, when people say, oh, yeah, I'm going to get counselling on therapy, you think, oh, they're mad. Like, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. That's like the stigma of getting with therapy. Like, mm-hmm. But for me, it's it's just helping you get through life. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? It, yeah. like, so, I think everyone should go to therapy. So I've do I. therapy before. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone should go But to I remember being younger and saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to see my therapist. And my friends were just like, no, what's wrong with you now? Why yeah. are you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is when I was like 16, 17. Yeah. I think it's changed a bit now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Unlearning exactly. and stuff. As, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I feel like me just doing therapy and actively like doing tasks to, mm-hmm. you know, help myself in my everyday life has mm-hmm. really helped with my anxiety and just Good. basically forcing myself not to like feed into my thoughts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Thoughts are so powerful. Oh, it's, it's Same. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. Like even just, I'm an overthinker. So I'm am I. I'm exactly like you. Everything. <laughs> it's tiring. You know, so I just want to, I wish there was a switch. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, I yeah. Really yeah. give a fuck about anything. <laughs> Literally. I, oh, every little, minute mm. details. And I'm just like, for me, I'm learning to just pick my battles. Like mm, not everything yep. requires the utmost thought. Like just, I'm trying to just, be yeah and so i was saying earlier like just let go and let go i'm just trying to be and try and be a good person and try and whatever i do do it to the best of my ability Mm. and hopefully good things will come to me that's what i feel like djs help me with like overthinking because before when i started out i was a chronic overthinker like and i'd panic over everything it's like my first gig like i was thinking i remember the pen i nearly had like a panic attack before i did the gig i'm thinking like, I don't know if the people want to hear this or, like, am I going to play this? And I haven't blended this one out proper. Like, mm-hmm. proper overthinking it. But, like, the more I got comfortable in the journey and realised, like, this is, like, I'm here to set the vibe in it. Yeah. So I can't... I have to pick my battles. Like, yeah. I have to, to come battles. and have fun. And and it's like, nobody's going to know whether or not you've been overthinking or you're nervous. Yeah, like, yeah, All they're going to yeah. know is that you're playing the music. Fam, that's like, it. It's just, it's just your own battle in your head. Like, <laughs> am I going to jump on after Like, Oh, sorry, guys. I was, yeah, I was overthinking. I mean? <laughs> yeah, I was feeling anxious. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've really kind of, like... I keep telling myself as well, like, no one cares. Yeah. Like, no one cares. Yeah. No one cares. Yeah. Like, even when you do bad transitions, people don't even clock. It's true. And you're just thinking, oh, my God, no, no, no. Just gotta keep it going. Obsessing over that one little transition, like <laughs> home, waking up at two in the morning, like oh my god, what did I do? Literally like, so rubbish. Like nah, no one cares. It's and I'm so also, true. I'm getting much more comfortable in that. Like even I t- um not tweeted, I posted a video of me. I was at Pirate Studios and I done like a it just didn't go well the transition I did. Yeah, and I yeah, I remember it. That I thought, you know, it's like no one's perfect. Mm, like, the best the DJ in the world will have a bad transition. It happens. Exactly. Like, I'm trying to make it. I want to make it more like acceptable. Because so I do true. see a lot of, um, so I feel like, especially with the older DJs on Twitter, I do feel like they have a bit of a chip on their shoulder. Like some of their tweets like about, oh, you know, this this person's being paid loads of bags and mm-hmm. I'm hearing you clashing, not clashing, sorry, clanging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I see it and I'm mm. like, meh. Bitter. Allow it because you know what it is? I can't be mad at anything. <laughs> bit of beddies. You know what I mean? Like, I can't be mad at Like, look, yeah, okay. DJing may be more of a clout thing and a personality thing. Yeah. But, Ultimately, 
I'm not mad at anyone getting that bag in it. That's for them. Mm-hmm. And right. do you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like you need to focus on what you're doing. Don't worry about what other DJs are doing, how much they're getting, and if they're clanging, if they're good, or if they're bad. It don't fucking matter. Exactly. Don't worry about yourself. Like, I just, I've never seen is. tweets like that. I'm just like, yeah, but that's them though. Like, it's yeah. true. It's to you. Why it's are you so true. mad? I feel like it comes from a place of, yeah, we worked so hard right. to do this, and yeah, we yeah, came yeah, up yeah. and we had to use vinyls. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Bitter, but it's like, like, times have changed. Like, just get with the program. Yeah. Trust me. Like, you just look mad and bitter. Like, just move on. It's not even about, about me they're talking about because yeah, I'm yeah. not up there, like, getting hella bands. But do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, yo, we are a community. Mm. No matter if you started DJing 20 years ago or yesterday, like, you're DJing now. That's exactly, it. exactly. So let's all support. Boom. That's it. How was it DJing at Wireless first year? Ooh. We're talking about anxiety overthinking. Like, you had a whole mm. set at Wireless. Mm. I know. Well, first of all, girls, just to uh, put it out there, so it wasn't like a main stage. Mm-hmm. It was in the VIP section, so it wasn't Sick, like yeah. Yeah, don't play it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the like, You're wireless. <laughs> like, yeah. It wasn't that at all. But it was. It was amazing. It was quite chill, to be fair. So I didn't feel. I knew what the setup was going to be, so I didn't okay. feel. Um, I didn't feel anxious. I was actually really, really excited. But saying that, that was quite a a trying time in my life um i was going through some stuff some personal stuff and mm-hmm. i'd literally come back i was just basically worn out that summer was quite busy and i yeah. that the day so I'd, I'd come back from croatia so i was at murky fest and the day after Mad. i had wireless mm-hmm. so Mad. i was really tired yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was crazy but um it was good and i don't think i've always been um like even though i'm an overthinker i don't think i really take things in like, mm-hmm. i kind of just go with the flow. So even when people be like, oh, that's hard and that's sick, I'm kind of just like, oh yeah, thank you. And mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. Like, I don't really take it in and I know, like, I'm not saying that um, I don't, I don't understand how much of a big opportunity it was, but I pretty much was just like, I'm just going to get on with it. Yeah, mm, yeah. I'm just going to do it. Can't get too held up on the yeah. last Yeah, thing. like, that. do you know what I mean? I'm just can keep moving. Yeah, yeah. Keep, do you know what I mean? Like, I think that's what it is for me. It's like, okay, yeah, wireless, cool. Like, I'm so happy about that, but yeah. I'm grateful and all that. Elevate. I'm always trying to move forward. Yeah. Mm. Which, not it's not always a good thing because I don't think I really take, take time to... your achievements. Yeah. And that's what you always... The other day. Exactly. Yeah, because I forget. I actually yeah. forget. And it's like, oh, okay, you've actually done quite a few big things, but yeah. at the time, I'm just like, okay, cool. That's one thing. On to the next. <laughs> so how did you get involved with the Murky Fest? Murky Fest, so that was through GRM Daily. Okay. So again, with Murky Fest, I wasn't on the main stage. I was mm. in the, I was in another room. Sweet. I doing, I was DJing in another room. So I'd done like two days and I didn't get to meet Stormzy. So it wasn't a thing where I was all day, like, <laughs> so, uh, gang, This is another thing that I want to say to everybody, like not even just DJing, but like sometimes opportunities, like they sound sick, but they're not, all they're cracked up to be. I'm not saying it wasn't a, a great experience, but yeah. I'm just saying like take take things with a pinch of salt in it. Like not not so much like as bad, but more so just like okay, you might see and hear like oh I've done wireless and I've done murky fest, but then mm. when I actually describe it, it's like oh so it wasn't as massive as it sounds. I'm not mm. saying it wasn't bad, but I'm just saying like don't compare to okay, do you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah. not you two per se I'm yeah, just saying yeah, in general, yeah. in like general anybody. I think people from the outside looking in it's like yes. yeah that's sick oh my god I want to do yeah. that yeah, get yeah, the VIP yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, yes, blah. that's what and I it's mean. like yeah but it's not what it's all what it's cracked, cracked yeah. out to be do you know what I mean yeah. it's like and from the paid. outside I wasn't yeah. paid I hear you exactly. but it's an opportunity that can it's help you elevate exactly and that's oh. why I was like I'm happy to take it because it's exposure and some things you do and with unpaid gigs I'm a little bit but I always I always just wait up with okay so what can it give me yeah yeah 
exactly. exposure there. Do you know what I mean? So, but yeah, what I'm trying to say is, you hear why does she think, oh yeah, she was paid big bags and da da da, but it wasn't that. That's all I'm trying to say. But uh, yeah, no, it was still an amazing opportunity. Yeah. But yeah, that was through JRM Daily. And I've done a few other things with them. Um, so I've done Wuha Festival through them as well. Oh, sweet. That was so, honestly, that was best festival ever. Is it? Really? Oh, you should go. Honestly, oh, I, nah, I would recommend well, it to anybody. I'm trying to go this year. I actually want to get booked this year, but if not, I'm yeah, still yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've heard of you, but I've never, I don't know it. anyone that's been. No, see, I've, I don't know anyone that's been. That's the first time I've actually heard about it. Because I've yeah. heard about like Apple Sap, which is a yeah. hip hop festival in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I really wanted to go there for a couple of years. And then this came about and I was like, okay, Wuha, I've never heard about it. I've done some research. Saw the lineup. I was like, okay, this sounds good. Then when I went, and have you guys ever been to the Netherlands before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah so yeah. you know how it is anyway. Like yeah. Dutch people are mad chill, mad relaxed. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, weed is legal there as well, so you could just be smoking. Yeah, they are chilled. It was so yeah, they are. calm. It was the best experience ever. They mm. they love hip hop out there. Like hip proper hip hop lovers. It's uh, like I was playing UK songs. They were loving it. It was it was perfect. Oh, best weekend okay. ever. Sick. Yeah, because yeah, me and my guys were going out there next months nice. like just before 420 and Ooh, gonna, yeah 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 gonna hold a set though hey. oh. <laughs> come through for you actually gonna move out there girls Is really it? yeah literally like last month there was an opportunity that came about but oh, um, i didn't actually get it in the end I'm mm. really you know mm-hmm. what it is because i've not saying that i'm done with london because i'm not but for me i just feel like the world is so big mm-hmm. and there's so many opportunities mm. What's a couple years in Amsterdam? Nothing. Mm, that's and true, man. That's true. That's a nice it's mindset. It's nothing. And it's down the road, literally. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Down the canal. So you're a star away, you know? You're a star, half an hour, 45 minutes, I'm oh. there. And um, no, for me, because I, I went initially, what, 2013, that's the first year I went, and I wasn't even smoking weed then. Mm-hmm. Since then, I fell in love with it. Mm. So every year I go and for a good four years, I've been saying I wanted to move. And then this opportunity came about and I was like, this seems like the perfect time for me to go. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not saying that it still won't, ha- it, it won't happen because it may, it's still a possibility. Like, I still want to move. I still want to leave London for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So I was just saying that, that, that was a possibility. It could have happened. Because with DJing, it's so it's so great because it's universal. You could do it anywhere. Yeah. That's true. So that's so true. There, I'm going to set up a night. That is Bring so all my true. UK dons. I think Amsterdam would pop music. though because they're 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 really influenced by the UK. Yeah, no, like, that's what I'm saying. They love it. Yeah, like the limelight is on us. Yeah, it is. So I would have loved to have done that, but I'm not giving up. No way. There's still hope. No, definitely. Definitely. You know, you're talking like about the summer. Yeah. And you said how you were like quite burnt out. Yeah. How do you decipher? Have you got to the point where you're like turning down gigs? And like, when do you? say like no when you say no yeah Mm. i have been a bit more choosy not Mm -hmm. necessarily because i'm tired Mm -hmm. but for me i think anything that i do it it has to add some sort of value whether that's me having fun or financially and certain opportunities that come through and i'm like okay like that's all cool and yeah 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 but what like it might be that the budget's too low or something and before i used to be really like um open mm-hmm. to compromise and I still am somewhat but I think I'm I'm definitely putting my foot down more because for me that, I'm seeing yeah. it as more it's a job now for me I think, before, yes. yeah. I think before I was just like it's fine I'm gonna do anything and everything whereas now yeah. it's like well nah because I've got to leave my house I've got to pay for transport mm-hmm. you're it's my time mm. and my my time is a present yeah all of our times do you know what I mean it's a yeah. present yeah so 
it needs to make sense. So I'm definitely being a, lo- a little bit more choosy, but not necessarily because of the burnout, because I'm not going to lie, I like being busy. I do. Yeah. I think obviously when it comes to the point where you're starting to feel like mad tired or mad stress, stress then yeah, like take time out. I think that's that's the problem with a lot of freelancers that we're yeah, just constantly yeah, on, the go, yeah. on the go, on the go. We're not giving ourselves time to really just chill. Literally. Like work is on our mind. All the time. Because yeah, you don't know what the next we batch We can't shut coming. off. Yeah, like yeah. we don't have office hours. <laughs> it's true. Um, so yeah, I do like being busy, but I'm just being a bit more choosy about who I give my time to and what I give my time to. Fair enough. enough. For sure. How do you guys deal with burnout or like just feeling a bit I'm Yeah, I'm shit. always kind of okay to step back. Okay. Yeah. I think because I wasn't before. Yeah. So now I know that like if I'm... Feeling a bit Feeling mad. what I need to. Yeah. yeah. I'm just really valuing peace of mind. Yeah. Really, yeah. Over everything. Yeah. For me, anything. if I'm feeling, like you said, I'll take a step back and I, my thing is going to the gym and the sauna. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll yeah. rinse that like yeah. until I feel my peace Damn, of mind. That's, <laughs> mate, that's why I miss my bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I was feeling stressed out, I'm off. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'll literally just ride. Literally. Yeah. I'm just a free spirit. I just do what I want. Like, mm. I've got my bike so I can, I'll yeah. ride anywhere. Man, I'll go to the Yeah, like anywhere. It's so amazing. No, it's therapeutic. You need that. I need an outlet. I don't have one. DJing was my outlet, but now it's a job. Yeah, yeah. I need something else. I love it. I do love it, but I do need something else. I'm not going to lie. No, I hear that. (laughs) Like, just for myself, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm constantly thinking about it. It's too much. I find, like, even sometimes it's sitting down and writing down your thoughts. Like, Mm. you know, like, if you're overthinking and you just need to get it all out of your head, just write everything down. Like, not even thinking about it, just write it all down. And I think once you've done that, it's like it's just released. It's a release, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I used to do that actually with my notes quite mm-hmm. a lot, but now all my notes are just DJ. <laughs> life admin, like yeah, that, that yeah. just makes sense. Yeah. One thing I have started doing is reading again. Oh, I used sweet. to be a proper bookworm. Same. And then I went uni, and it just it fell out. And then DJ uh, uni and... makes you hate reading. No, it doesn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, all these books, man. So you don't want to touch a book ever again. <laughs> oh, no, no. Like, never. So I've tried to like get into the love of books now. So I've started reading like a lot of women's fiction. Oh, mm-hmm. sweet. Yeah, fiction like, is a good downtime. one because it literally just let like, you get away. Yeah, yeah. it's like an escape. Yeah, I love it. So I've been doing that quite a lot now. Okay, sweet. So I guess that's my little outlet, but I do want to do something else. Mm. Are you like an active person? I'm an active person, yeah. I was actually going to pick up pole dancing. Oh, yeah. sick. Yeah. Sweet. So that is now, really, that's like, it. help with your core. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Have you ever done, done it? No, but my cousin does it. Like, okay. And she she was trying to teach me. She came, she's from Nottingham, oh, and she came down to my house. No. And she was trying to teach I couldn't do any of it. Nothing. And I go, yeah, I've got packs. Like, yeah. <laughs> you think, like, like Yeah, like, yeah. You think you're strong until you touch a pole. It's like, rough. Right? It takes skill. You can't even do the simple one. No, not even a simple... It's true, yeah. Oh, it's so easy. You know, you yeah. try and do it like, oh. it. It's your nah. whole body weight. Do you remember in school, back in PE, when you used to yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. Even that, like, it was Mate, hard. This, I was never oh, good at that. Mad. It's a whole nother situation. But yeah, I do you want to do something, like, active, yeah. I did buy a yoga mat, actually, so. Sweet. I was thinking to do, like yoga stuff. Yoga's nice. Doing it. Yoga's really good. Yeah. Like to kind of settle your mind, just get away. Yeah. And you leave yoga feeling just at peace. Yeah. At yeah. peace. Yeah. yeah. I done I done a, a session at Nietzsche actually. Shout out Cass for that. It was um for anyone working in the music industry because obviously we know oh, how nice. stressful the industry yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. It was a one off, yeah. it was really nice and the studio is literally like down the road. Oh, that's really and um it was dope. Like they had these Oh, Janae uses them. Janae Aiko. I don't know mm. what they are, but they're like 
they create this sound. This like <gasps> chime things, the yeah. wooden things. Oh yeah, I went to a thing. It was so relaxing. They were burning incense. It's so pain. I love the sound of it. Honestly, what are the they? Best. I don't know. Like little <laughs> wooden. But they, they, you just yeah. rub it round. Yeah. And it just creates this really nice ambient sound, sound, like an ambient. Yeah. And then imagine just you know meditating to that is beautiful. Oh, but. Right. As a replacement, I got Headspace, which is an app. Love you know that. Love that. Yeah, I got Headspace. It's really cool. You can get like, all these different sounds, like rain sounds. And, okay. Yeah, like you can get um, like people talking to you as well mm. about different things. Yeah, the guy's yeah, voice no, is so gonna... calming as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to put that on my phone like, when we finish this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, cool. It's a really good shout. The song I picture yeah. for International Women's Thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I want to play it, you know. It's such a shame. It's annoying. Are you sure it's definitely playing on the... It's, yeah. Well, it started until I stopped recording it. But it was like... Basically, yeah. um, Gwen Guthrie, Ain't Nothing Going On But The Rent. Ain't Nothing Going On. Yeah, yeah. Fam, I took that song in, you know. And my good sister's chatting facts. Is it about her basically saying, don't bother me? She said, don't bother me. Mm. I have bills to pay. You know the first line, yeah? The first line is... Bill collectors at my door. Mm-hmm. What can you do for me? Oh, That's how she opens Literally, the song. Stop it. Stop it. Don't stress me out because I've, I've got shit to, to do. No, real talk. That's, that's how I feel right now. I respect it. For real. And it's an unknown at all. Undercover anthem. But I can't play it, so... <laughs> I'm going to leave some space for it, y'all. Keep it in your mind. <laughs> That's Literally. what I like to listen to and I want to wind down. Yeah, you know? same. Yeah, Erica, she held me down in first year. <laughs> like, she held me down. Like, you know, I don't know if you guys have this year, but mm-hmm. like, you know, if you listen to something at a specific time of life, mm-hmm. yeah. and then like, whenever I hear it, yeah, you just it, it reminds bam, you of that time. Exactly. Yeah. Thought, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's what Erica Badu reminds me of. Like, my sister, I've got an older sister, she's like 40 something, mm. and she used to listen to it. All the time, right. like I grew up listening to yeah. this song. No so it's like when I when I listen to it, yeah, it just reminds you of being younger yeah, and young, around my family. And yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Responsibilities. Literally, yeah. It's yeah. like I didn't know the meaning of the song until I got older. Yeah, no, so it's same. like now I'm listening to, it, I'm like, okay, yeah, like, no, and I've cool. also been through this. Like, yeah, no, real talk. Like, yeah. No, it's the same. My mum used to play all those albums: Baduism, yeah, The Rise yeah. of the Wall, Destiny's Child, yeah, Lauren Hill. So now. And now I'm of age and I actually clock the lyrics. It's like, rah, okay. Like, my mum was really prepping me. Yeah, yeah literally. Trust me. Lauren Hill, Zion was another one that I was yeah. going to... Yeah. To Zion. That whole album is just amazing. Lit. Nothing even matters. I was actually debating mm. sending you the sweetest thing instead. Mm. It's, it's, it's on the album, but it's so beautiful. I came across it again the other day. Oh, mate. You know, you know the ones there? Yeah, I was, mm-hmm. I was listening yeah. to that yesterday. Thing. Oh, I don't even have that on my USB. But... Oh, I didn't. <laughs> and that's the let me talk about um, the London Connect. Like you talked about how it came from like the slump, which I think is mad inspiring. Yeah. <laughs> but like, what is the like premise, the ethos of it? Mm. In fact, no, take your water. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just. Uh, that's a bit dry. <laughs> okay, so the premise of the London Connect. All right, so I call myself the London Connect because um, I from from starting DJing, I've always. Uh, wanted to plug underground like UK mm. songs uh, because I've always listened to them anyway. Like, I just love finding like new UK artists because there's so much talent here. Yeah. Mm. 
So the whole premise behind the London Connect was me obviously being from London. So not necessarily, the U- the music doesn't have to be from London specifically, anywhere in the UK, but um, I call myself the London London Connect because I'm from London and obviously the whole thing with the Connect like mm-hmm. you know what Connect is like if you're a drug dealer like the Connect is the main yeah, plug yeah, yeah, yeah. so basically it's like me saying I'm the main plug for hey. underground UK sounds yeah, even yeah. though I know there's others like Kenny Allstar like he's got his thing going on mm. but I I'd like to think that I've got my ear to the ground Perfect. so I'm like in the I'm on the front line basically yeah, yeah. yeah. so that's why I call myself the London Connect um, so that's a mixed series and I'm doing volume 3 this month it's gonna drop hey. Thanks, guys. But it literally <laughs> took a year between volume two and volume three. Do you see what I mean? By yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Last yeah. year was just a myth. But this year, I'm going in. Like, I'm trying to drop a mix each month, which I have been doing so far, which is Sweet. good. Um, and the London Connecting Friends is just me and other friends who I know who DJ. Mm-hmm. And we're just... I use this space, actually, Kiki's. You know, it's a really yeah, nice yeah, like, yeah. spot. And, like, Sterling's lovely. And, um, yeah, it's just a vibe. Like, it's a mm. chill sesh, like, free event. I, I buy some drinks, I buy food, people can chill. And then it's just so, me and my friends going back to back and mm-hmm. I film it. Yeah, yeah, Sick. yeah. Sick. Thank you. Yeah, I was meant to come to the last one, but I was working. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Mm. I'm going to definitely do another one. Like, literally, Sterling asked me, like, when are you doing the next one? I'm hey. like, oh, <laughs> need to replenish the funds first. <laughs> no, but I will that. be doing that soon, for sure. It's my little passion project I've got going on. Because it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily, um, like, yeah, okay, it's content, but it doesn't, mm-hmm. it's not anything off my back. Mm-hmm. to just showcase me and other people I think are extremely talented. Like, yeah. what's wrong with that? Because exactly. I do see us That's as a community. Yeah, I want yeah. us to all elevate Uplift and all each do other. well. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So and that's just my way of giving back. You're part of the collective... Control shift, yeah. yeah. How did that come about? So I... It's so funny because two of the girls in the collective, which is Elif and Shanae... Mm-hmm. They actually went to the same uni that I went to, but I oh, didn't right. know them at all. Like, same year, everything. Oh, wow. <laughs> it be like that, yeah. you know? be like that. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> but I didn't link up with Elif, who was the founder, until uh, after uni. I was at a networking event, actually. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a panel, and we were both smoking outside, and I think we just got talking. Uh, I wasn't DJing at the time, though, and she followed me. We followed each other, so I guess she was just pre me, like, mm-hmm. from when I started DJing and stuff. And she was a DJ at the time but she also done events under control shift. And um, it was around May, so five months into me DJing. And she just hit, hit me up via email, like proper heartfelt email. She was like, look, I want to bag you before anyone else does. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I was like, okay, sis. And we were like, no, because I'm just like, yeah, I'm down. Like another yeah, yeah, female, yeah. like, let's get it. I wasn't yeah. even thinking that far ahead. But since then, it's grown from strength to strength. Like we now have, um, so before it was me, Elif and Shanae, literally just us three holding yeah. down the fort. And now we have ONEO, who's a DJ. Yeah, We've got yeah. DJ Shax. We have Dinas. Um, Monica Lee, who's a presenter. Mm. Um, I miss so she had a talk. Is Monica here, Lee DJ? No, she's not DJ, but she's. Oh, was it just the... a collective? Um, yes, it's okay, a collective. Just okay. like Boss. Yeah. Possibly Boss Boss basically doing that. Okay, yeah. Do what I think. So, uh, yeah, I think that's all of us. Have I mentioned everyone? I think so. But yeah, we're just. Um, yeah, it's just grown from strength to strength. And that's really, that's really, um, I give credit to, to Elif and Sinead, really, because mm-hmm. I, I joined as a resident DJ, but Elif is the one that has found us the opportunities. Like, yeah. she got us out to Ibiza. Okay. Um, and she was the one, like, recruiting other DJs as well. Yeah. So, it's all really her. Like, she's founded it. I've just been a part that's of it. That's weird. Yeah. It's dope. That's dope. It's dope. But there's so many other collectives, though. Yeah, yeah. So many. clocked until, like, until around the time I joined. I was like, okay, well, we've got, like, Girls Can't DJ. That's George. Mm. Um, Born and Bred. Steph Seeks. Uh, who else? 
There's loads. There's loads. It's true. That's palace. important. There's so many. Mm. That's actually important. It is important, definitely. But um, yeah, I didn't strive to be a part of anything. So I'm saying with the universe aligning, like, do you know, yep. it's crazy. So like, I just met her at an event before I was even yeah. DJing. She asked me, then we linked up. Turns out she went to the same uni, knows like a lot of people I know. It's just crazy. That's it's mad, weird. Yeah. Mm. It's weird. Like, it's nuts. It's actually nuts. And I was so lonely at uni. So I'm like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Why wouldn't you <laughs> you I'm like, what? She's like, what you? I'm like, in my fucking room. <laughs> in my oh, room. Being bored. Bitch. Yo. <laughs> that was me at uni. I didn't get to know no one. But yeah, where did you go? University of the Arts. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I didn't do campus living. Like I'd literally yeah. just stayed at home because I've got my flat. So it's, okay, it didn't really yeah, make, it sense. make sense. Yeah. yeah it's like yeah. people that live there, mum is like, yeah, let me just sleep my mum's ass. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, me, I never had the option. Like yeah. I'd have to rent my house to go and live in another nah, rented accommodation. No, it's true, it's true, it's true. Like that, um, kind of hindered your student experience then? Like, do, do you know what? what yes, purpose? because yeah. I knew so many people. Because when I first started my uni journey, because it took me ages to finish uni. So when okay. I first started is when everybody was going off to uni doing, doing like halls and whatever. Yeah. And I used to go to everyone else's halls. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I used to go to all their halls. parties. You get to go to your thing and then leave. And then come. Right. Yeah. Why am I living in the is stressful? Is people are dirty. They're yeah. disgusting. I've been there. People are arguing over the sink being dirty. Why is it this is still there, like yeah. the bath's nasty. No, like, yeah, you live live flat, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect way to live, actually. I'm jealous of you. Literally, for that. like, even down to my little sister, we're five years apart, but right. I even went to her uni. Like, right. like we proper lived life. I lived life through others. Okay. <laughs> so that's it weren't that bad. Okay, good. That's all right then. What about you? Where did you go? I went to Northampton. Okay. How was that? Yeah. <laughs> that side was large. Ooh, well, that no, says it, <laughs> it was a shock to the system. Like it took me a while to get used to it. Mm-hmm. That was like the first time I've ever like left London. Okay. So like yeah, just actual Northampton was a lot to get used to. Mm. But then like living, I actually had quite a decent halls experience. Okay, like good. all my housemates were clean. Good. Like I never had no stress with no one. Yeah. In secondary as well, my G's. So it was like there was no falling out basically, but. I kept myself to myself, like... Same. First year, I was out a lot, like, freshers and thing, but mm. second year, I can't say you knew me. Hibernated. Like, Hibernated. Mm. I spoke to the different. same four people. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the total opposite. It was so right. It was so weird. I, yeah. So first year, because I lived... Where I was meant to study, which is city campus, mm. because it was my insurance, by the time I rang up to get accommodation, all the accommodation had gone. So they were like, oh, yeah, but we've got accommodation at this other campus. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, how far is it? It was like 10, 10 15 minutes on the bus. Oh. 10, 15 minutes on the bus in London is from yeah, like, one yeah, end yeah. of the street to the other. Right? So I was like, oh, it's down the road. <laughs> Why am I going on the motorway? I'm dead. Every no. day to get to uni. I said, nah, this guy sold me a dream. I was so upset. Oh, I was just away God. from everything. I was away from all the hype, the parties. That I is the worst thing. Oh, stop the it. The worst thing. So it was final year. Mm. I can safely say final year was the year when I lived life, which is okay. crazy. But it was nice because I had the right balance. Yeah, So I had yeah. to repeat the year. So I'd already kind of learnt my lesson from not doing work on time and all that stuff. So yeah. like, third year, I have to graduate this year. There's no way. Yeah. So I was doing I was doing a thing where I was going to the library, maybe like 12, staying in there for a good six, seven hours, mm. going home, eating, and then going out. Mm. It was a perfect, oh, nice. it was a perfect yeah. balance. I was yeah. working as well, so it was really nice. So I really lived life then. Okay. Like, with people as well. Yeah, that putting you away from people is actually mad. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, because in Northampton, they had two campuses or two accommodation sites. Yeah. And we was in um, the one, like, up where the first year's chilled, basically. Okay. And then 
there was like this new campus. It was proper nice, like yeah. decked out. But it was so different because they had like re- reception there. Yeah. You needed to like tap in and tap out, so you couldn't move as freely. Mm-hmm, and I remember mm-hmm. in the beginning, I was so gutted that I didn't get that one because yeah. it was like, oh, they got the nice looking things and they Trust. got like, the reception. Like we was in the sticks. You was, was in the sticks, but it was popping though. It was popping in the sticks. And because I'm bougie as well, it was brand new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But literally, no one, no one that I would have chilled with was there. Literally, literally. everyone was in the hood. <laughs> yeah, That's what I wanted to be, but I have to be bougie, isn't it? It's true, it's true. But I learned my lesson. I have we have any like housemate day. horror stories? Hmm? Do you have any? Ha- oh, sorry, come on. <laughs> Do I have any horror stories? Um, you know what? Same as you. My whole experience was actually all right, mm. minus the some of my flatmates being a bit messy, as per. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than that. I didn't really have much drama, but I do. I did know one girl, um, and she had to go therapy for this. Actually, her flatmates so fucked up. Like some people just messed up, but they put a rabbit in the oven (gasps) and basically cooked it, and it like blew up. Oh, I know, I know. know. And she opened the oven the next day and found that. So she was trauma. Like it was mad. Yeah. Oh, crazy. It was a whole big thing. They had to move her. Yeah, I know. Because people are fucked. I don't know if they were. They were obviously clearly drunk or on drugs or something. What? No. Yeah, it's mad, 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 mad. Like yeah. And apparently he was in there for time. Oh, oh, oh. I didn't want to think about it. No. See, that is a horror story. So for me, I'm like, well, I had, I had a ride. Like it was, it was lovely. Can I just tell a quick story, please? Because yeah, I've had not still not a similar situation, but it happened to me. Yeah. When I first moved into my property, there was a there was a mice issue in it. Okay. A cool. mouse issue. Oh and there was gosh. one time where I went into my like I was cooking food. Yeah. I put my macaroni and cheese in the oven. Closed the door. I, I came to come and check on my macaroni and cheese. Oh, there was a busted mouse. Like, yeah. <laughs> I swear to you, I, I swear I fainted. I fainted and I got back off of the floor and I called my friend. Like, no. I blacked out. On top of the mac and cheese? Is it like no, it was like, it was, I don't know. The mac and oh, cheese. I couldn't eat the mac and cheese. I couldn't eat it. No, 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 no. Oh, it's got the no. mouse. I didn't use my oven for three oh, months. No, like, no, I didn't. <laughs> I, would, I would have to rip it out and get a new one. That's the... See what I mean? Oh, I'm just like, are you serious? I felt so sick. I literally blacked out in my own kitchen. I literally woke up (laughs) off the floor, like. Yeah, that's mad. I phoned my friend like, oh my God, can you help me? He's like, what happened? I was like, there's a mouse in my oven. He's like, what? what? I was like, it's bu- it was proper busted. In the- I was just, I was disgusted. Ah, it was disgusting. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to go through that because that is really so traumatic. Sorry. That's horrible. Horrible. Um, yeah, that's horrible. I told you the guy to go for bloody therapy because it was that bad. Like, it's yeah. bad. Like, I had that's to peel it. Funny. It's not I funny. Use the little oh. scrape thing to get it off. You had to scrape it. I didn't scrape it. My friend oh. did. And when I was watching him do it, oh. I almost cried. I'll see you in a bit. <laughs> no, but it's God. mad, you know. People yeah. have lived through horror Listen, with that. Yeah. I actually, yeah, my That's a rabbit. That, yeah, compared a to that, rabbit. my experience was ideal, idealistic. It actually wasn't <laughs> that bad. Like, I lived with my really good friend at the time for a year, just mm. me and her. That was lovely. She was clean, I was clean. Oh, nice. Just the two of you. Just living in harmony. It was perfect, mm. you know? And then I went back to Hall's. Um, but the the crew that I was with, they were more mature because I was a mature student. Well, not technically mature student, but I was older than the Everybody rest of them. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, they were all really cool. Everyone just kept themselves themselves. Actually, yeah, my suppose was all right. You know, mm-hmm. can't complain. What about you? 
No, it was cool. I'm cool. still. Oh, I'm, you said it was cool, innit? I'm it? done. Like, I'm really yeah, taking back. Thing. Yeah, that's mad. mad. That is crazy. Oh. I mean, I'm glad it didn't happen to me because I would have wild out. Oh, yes. Out. Literally. Like, what that you know, First of all, I'm not going to speak to you. Firstly, how fucked up must you be? That's demented. And I can't use that oven ever again. That's a whole ass rabbit. That's the thing. That's why she's traumatised because they wouldn't move her out initially. And she had to do all that. She couldn't, like... There was a Mouse. No. I think my first years were like the most enjoyable as it got more serious. I kind of became like I was partying with everyone and realised that me starting to like party with everyone, it was um, hindering my education yeah. and I wasn't handing in work and all that stuff yeah, like, so yeah. it's like, like oh time to go yeah do you know I what know. I mean and I was and already hard. a mature student when I started uni so right. I was older than everyone yeah. from the get go do you know what I mean mm. <laughs> so like just, socks. yeah um, yeah so my was <laughs> total opposite it's, it's weird how it all panned out mm. yeah. I didn't so even know. I was a goody two shoes first year I swear yeah Spent all my work, I was getting first and two work, I was oh, happy. Nice, and then second nice. year, boom. <laughs> I, I got too cocky, that's what it was. Yeah. I think I, I got that. I got cocky and then I extended a deadline. I asked to extend a deadline for one of the one of the mm. assessments, right? Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, the worst decision she made for me and for her, really. Well, actually, no, for me. She didn't care, obviously. But um, Mm -hmm. she basically was like, oh, I'm going to give you an extension for everything. And this is like the beginning of the year. Mm. So when things are meant to be due January, February, Uh, March, she's saying everything will be due in the summer. So I was just like, well, it's a playground there. Yeah, yeah. I just got, I remember that summer was stressed. I was trying, I was trying to do like six (laughs) assignments. Yeah. Six assignments. No, back. I remember going to, because it was only like one 24 hour library in, um, in London, it was near, it was UCH, mm-hmm. okay. near Houston. So I was going there, banging oh, out work for time. I still didn't manage to get it all done. Mad. So yeah. Mad. Mad. I've been in that situation and it's it horrible. It's horrible. But you know what? It humbled me and it made yep. me the person I am today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so literally. You know what? Literally. I can only no regrets. Because no regrets. Boy. Yeah, you it can't. It taught me a lot, for mm. sure. What did you study, Nini? Media and cultural studies. Okay. okay. Yeah. What's that about? Well, it basically teaches you about media. Like you learn about radio, journalism, photography and blogging. Like those are like the practical things that you do. And then the cultural studies side is literally, yeah, literally learning about other people's cultures. Like you learn about Latin America, Mm. um, people from Papua New Guinea. Like there's like, you just learn about all different cultures around the world and kind of apply it to To media. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like it's really... um, it's a lot. Yeah. Like the cultural studies side is like you have to do a lot of reading and you yeah. have to really be invested. Like I remember doing an essay on a guy called Che Guevara. Uh, and yeah, but, but, yeah, like yeah. it's like, I was like, no, this man's sick. Like it's yeah, like when you, you learn so many things here yeah, that you would yeah. never have learned if I didn't do that degree. It's like yeah. for me, okay. I chose the culture studies side because I thought, okay, media, I don't really need to study media. So let me choose something that I can pair it with that can potentially okay, yeah. bring mm-hmm. other opportunities if yeah. I was to finish my degree. Do you know and what now I mean? You, I'm sure you feel like you can go anywhere in the world and not saying you know everything about every single country, but yeah. it's opened your mind, isn't mm, it? Because yeah. it's not just about London. And that's another reason why I was so keen to go to Amsterdam because I feel like we do have a, a real crab in the bucket mentality here. There's a scene, obviously, and I just feel like if you're not in the scene, you're not in the scene. If you are, do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, well, fuck yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, it's true. Let's just all 
do what we gotta do. Let's all be waving creative together. Like exactly. that's why I'm just like, let me just go and experience another city for a couple years and, and move. Oh, what did you do God. your dissertation on? Just My dissertation was on. I literally have just finished it. Like, okay. So Congrats. it was on. Thank you. Oh, guys, you don't even know the struggle. Like, but um, it was on um, female DJs in a male-dominated oh. industry. Man, focus male-dominated industry, okay. focusing on BME women and the LGBT community. Wow! Wow! So, yeah, I want to read that. I actually yeah. want to read it. Yeah, well, you can. Okay. I done like I done like a um, interview series. So yeah. I went to um, represent radio and I interviewed a few people oh, that I knew from there, nice. and just got a few other people that I met along my way in the music journey yeah. to like talk about the whole issue and just ask them a few questions about it, and just made it into like a little documentary. And then I did a little write up afterwards, and it was it was really good to get insight. And like originally, like that's not what I was going to talk about, mm. but from speaking to people, I was like, okay, yeah. like yeah, I get it now. There's a conversation to be had here, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, there definitely is. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah, and it was just so interesting to find different people's point of view, especially, like, the male's point of view and people that are older as well, that have seen, like, everything change. Okay. It was, yeah, it was it was really, really interesting. I want to read that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or watch it. You said it's a documentary. Or watch it, yeah. there's yeah. a little, yeah, there's a little, okay, I'll pull it on, I did pull it on YouTube, but it's closed. Okay. Like, <laughs> that's fine. So <laughs> <laughs> ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, fine. yeah. But yeah, you guys can you can have a look at it. Okay, mm. yeah, I'll definitely love to. to but yeah, that. I enjoyed making it. It was really stressful just trying to get it in. What was your conclusion? My con- I didn't really have a conclusion, if I'll be honest. Yeah. It kind of, it was kind of like a, um, not a cliffhanger, but it was just differences of opinions. It's like my when I first went into it, I thought, raw like it's really still, like, really saturated by men, which it is, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of um, change going on. Like, there's a lot of different communities within women that are opening up opportunities. For, like collectives? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and there's a lot of... Even the people that I spoke to that, yeah, keep harsh. Um, what's the other... Um, Boiler Room? Boiler Room. There's another place. What were they called again? Mm, what do they do? Oh, they're a collective. Oh, okay. And they, they do events. I don't remember, but don't, there's loads of things out there. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, Even yeah. with the networking events, like the women only. And it's like, yeah. one DJ said, it's like, the women only thing, yeah, could be seen as like, raw. like, why are you guys singling like the men? But it's like, there's not really a space for women to kind of get in. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of... Um, when you go into DJ sets and stuff and there's males there, like they kind of judge you straight off the back. Like you go in there and they're like, oh yeah, so do you know what you're doing? Do you that? Do you, like all of these little things. It's like, why are you judging me just because I'm a woman? Do you right. know what I mean? So they're kind of, it's, yeah, it was interesting to find out the points of view of everything, but I didn't really come to a conclusion. I just saw it as things are changing. Yes. Mm-hmm. For the better. Okay. And it's, it's, it's going to take a while for it to become, I don't know if it will ever be like equal, but... I think that there is a lot more scope and opportunities for girls, for women to just uplift and become successful. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Do you find that, like, as a female DJ, you've had to, like, set, not even set emotion, but, like, prove a point mm. or, like, come with a bit more vim because you're a female? Like... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, so with with the whole female DJ thing, right, I've, for me... Because all I want to do is I want us to be seen as equal in it. Yeah. yeah. So from the get go, I've just always tried to see myself as a DJ first mm-hmm. and a woman second. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not ignorant to the fact 
that we are marginalized yes. and there's a lot of work that needs to be done, which is why I'm always for female empowerment and, and DJs who are women coming up. But that whole female DJ thing, it irks me. Yeah, yeah. I hate the term. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like, and I know we, even I say something like, just, oh yeah, she's a, she's a female DJ. Like, yeah, you know yeah, mean? But it's yeah. like, well, no, we're DJs first yeah. and foremost. Yeah. Women second. And it's like, um, I, I just want to go in as hard as I can because I realised that it's bigger than me. Mm. It's all of us. And this is what I ran, I went on a rant a bit, like a couple of weeks ago, and I was just saying like, um, I think I was just talking about, you know, us having to like lower our fee or da 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 da. And I was basically just saying, stand your ground because it's bigger than you. Mm. Because if you do it, then they think yeah, that they yeah. can do it to all of us. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So I, in anything I've I've done, I've just always tried to 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 go in as hard as I can and just have um, have integrity, really. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely things, there's definitely challenges I've come across as a woman, as a woman, sorry, woman, as a woman in this thing, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like we all just, if we all look at ourselves as equals to to the guys DJing, yeah. they're gonna have, like, there's no way you got, we have to kick down the door. Like, there's no way you can look at me and be like, oh, so what? Because she's female, like, she's not, she's shit. Like, yeah. we've definitely... I'm sure, like all of us, we've definitely proved to them or to any naysayers, doubters that we are just as lit. Mm. If literally, not lit literally, definitely. Literally. <laughs> just say it, like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. so, um, yeah, I just think if we continue to go in as hard as we are doing, like, you can't, you, you, they can't ignore us forever. Like, we're gonna have to have equal, equal say in this thing. And even, because, yeah, maybe like on the ground, on the lower levels, mm-hmm. we're seeing a lot more. Uh, girls who are DJing and it's all lit, but there's still a lot of work to be done. I mean, festival lineups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's still like eight percent men. And yeah. Exactly. Like, but there's so many bad ass women doing their thing. Like, exactly. You, you can't you can't find them. You just being lazy. It's true. You just don't want to look. What is your standpoint on on DJs that are kind of selected based on how what they look like oh, rather than their skills? Privilege. Yeah, mm. yeah. Because I'm not for it. Mm. I'm not for it at all. I again for me. Talent should speak before anything else. Definitely. Definitely. Like, and that's why even when I was talking about the whole look thing, I wasn't saying looks as in you have to be attractive. Or For me, it's just, I was just saying, like, I like looking good regardless, innit? Like, yeah. the, but there's days when I'll go with no makeup. Like, yeah. it's just, I just want to be comfortable. So when I'm saying look as a brand, it's more just like, whatever you do, just make sure it's consistent with how your brand, how you want your brand to look like. Mm-hmm. In terms of looks, like facially, yeah. fuck all that. No, yeah. no, it, sh- the, the, it shouldn't even be a thing. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't but be it really is something. It is, it is a thing. I it's know, like... I do, I've definitely, um, I can't, to be honest with you, it's hard to say because um, I've come across girls who are pretty, mm-hmm. but then they DJ extremely well. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, do they get it because they're pretty or because they do, de- like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, where's yeah, the, yeah. Where's the way up? Mm. And this is why I just say, let's just all do our best work because the work will speak for itself. Self. However, yeah, there are some, it may not say be pretty privileged, but it may just be clout. Yeah. That they're, 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 they're popular and yeah. they they know certain people and that's how they've got their opportunity. But this goes back to what I was saying before. Don't watch none of that because mm. ultimately what's for you will come round to you. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can't yeah, be yeah. mad. And even, even I was talking about that, the, the older DJs that come across as a bit bitter sometimes, mm. like, even with them, they're, they're getting mad at not people that are DJing because they're pretty, but mainly because they got clout and mm. they're getting the bag before them. And it's like, forget all of that. Whatever's meant for everybody is meant for anybody, right? Exactly. Amen. So just focus on you and yourself 
and whatever like it'll, it'll happen it'll come for you but yeah there's pretty privileged there's there's sexism as we've just spoken about there's there's colorism there's i was so gonna ask you about things. that like as a black woman yourself yes. have you found there's been any obstacles or instances where it's like there's issues with or not even issues yeah. like you've been judged because you know what i mean you're I'm black. yeah uh, what in DJing or just in life? Um, oh, well, in life, life. <laughs> you're in life. I think all of us yeah, have had experiences. I would say in music and in DJing, music. yeah. Because um, I've I've spoken to other DJs yeah. and they they had one of one of the DJs I spoke, I spoke to is like they had an issue with the fact that she was she felt like she was just ticking a box because first of black. all she was yeah yeah right. she wasn't black she was just coloured she was oh, okay. a coloured woman okay. and um. I'm not saying coloured, she was um, brown, yeah. brown, black. Um, she was on a lineup, but she was the only woman on the lineup, right. and she was the only like brown person on the yes, lineup. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And she feels like they were, she was only picked to be on that lineup because yeah. she ticked a box. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And she needed to kind of fit that quota. Like a token, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and sure. she's like, she finds that happens quite a bit, and yes. she it's, it's horrible. It's like, why do you need to do? Why can't she just be? Just be yeah. Yeah, you for the person you Thank are. Thank you. And why is she the only person on the lineup? Only female DJ on the lineup? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's, why, that's why there's so much work to be done. And this is yeah. why I love the panel on Tuesday because mm. it wasn't marketed as a female DJ workshop. We were, It was just a DJ workshop, but we all happened to be women. Like, that's mm, what true, you need to true, be seeing. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> to go back to your question, I don't feel like I've been discriminated against for my colour in the industry only because... I play black music. So it's mm-hmm. like, I play black music. I'm black. You, if you're hollering me, it's because you fuck with black music, right? So, yeah, yeah. Like, I've never felt animosity. Yeah. However, in terms of the token thing, I do feel like a lot, especially with the bigger brands, mm-hmm. I sometimes see like in the quote unquote urban division or their events division or whatever. And, you know, they're obviously wanting to tap into black culture, but everyone that works in the team is white. Like, I just don't understand that. that That's is, what I that don't get. topic for conversation personally, because mm. how are you going to, it's like, you want to eat off my culture, but then you're not, you're not employing Representing us thank you. Yeah. to represent the thing. And that's, that's everywhere. That's mad to me. And I don't get it. Like, yeah. what is that? Like, I want to know. This is what I'm saying. And uh, this is why I feel like we need more ownership and stuff. And this is why I feel like we also need to create our own things. Which yeah. Which is why these yep. events and these collectives... And that's why I can appreciate more. what you're doing. Because yeah. it's like, it's sick. Yeah. Like, thank do you know you. what I mean? Because who's going to do it if we don't? Like, right. Um, we need to represent our own thing. Yeah. Like, because we can't keep trying to kick down the doors of these big brands. Like, we have to do... Like, open yeah, your own doors. You open your own yeah. doors. Create your big door. Right. Yeah. Then they can't come in. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, if you do want to come in, pay up. Respect do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because these brands have the bag. And that's yeah. why it's, so, it's always so nice to be like, oh, yeah, I've done this and I've worked for this. Because you know, okay, the P, the P might be there. Not always, though. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, not always. But, um, yeah, we just need to start doing our own thing. Mm. We need to really just... We've got the source. We've been like, yeah. we've always had the source. The source is there. It will never die, ever. The <laughs> <laughs> source for years. I swear Centuries. this. Centuries. This 2020. We're trendsetters. Is the 100, it's 100 years since the Harlem Renaissance. Like, wow. See? Yeah. That was 1920. That was the boom. Like, the boom. Like, even my friend, I went to my friend's house and he had this book called Mm -hmm. Funk and Soul. I'm going to buy it. It's amazing. It's literally just album covers of the 70s. Okay. And even like the artwork is just so quick. Like, it's mad. Like, we were so 
Tr- we've been trendy. Been yeah. trendy. Like, look at the princes. From early. It's and true. The, like, the Tina Turners and the Whitney, like, come on. It, especially in music. Mm. This is where we thrive. Like, it's our natural habitat. Expression. Literally. It's literally any type so, of expression. We can't okay, be stopped. The token thing. I just feel like we need more ownership of these I things. I do feel like a lot and of I'm seeing it. the bigger brands. Definitely. But you know what's so sad? A lot I of the time we can't... Like, we can't do what we want to do because the resources isn't there. Exactly. Their events division or whatever. And that's money. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's the venue. That's why I love places like Kiki. That yeah, that's what I was going to ask like you. Like, how did you, how did you go about that? That is, I don't that get a topic of conversation, personally. So, how did, so Kiki actually how reached out to me. It's yeah. like, initially about doing my culture, some sort of content or podcast. Yeah, yeah. To represent the thing. And that's everywhere. And I don't get it. Like, what is that? Like, I want to know. This is what I'm saying. This is why I was struggling with more ownership. I don't want to, and this is stretch why myself to yeah. create and our own things and yeah. then he, I think he just mentioned like, oh yeah we should come down to the space it's quite cool and that's why I can appreciate what you're doing because yeah. yeah. like, like, I, I had the idea in my mind he's going to do it so like, oh I've actually got this idea and he was like okay sounds good like let's let's um, speak on it some more and then yeah that's how it came about I've done the first one and like he was really happy with it and then I've done the second one so yeah, just about continuing that relationship. I do want to do a third one, like I said, but mm. just got to wait for the money. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's literally need the funds. Get the funds. If yeah. I had the funds. Oh, I mean, um, it's, it's for all of us, isn't it? But if, if I had the funds, we could be doing so much more stuff. Have you ever got into like sponsorship? Maybe like with other brands, like to sponsor. Um, I was I was or... gonna wait to ask that. I'm not the host. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Please, please. I don't want to ask that question because no, it's like please, sometimes you get sponsorships, yeah, yeah, and they want a, a piece of what you're doing, yeah, and I'd find that quite, it's like oh, this is what I've done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, it's like they're sponsoring. Yeah, yeah. so give and take. I guess. <laughs> so give and take. When you say sponsor, do you mean like uh, if I have an event and then, for instance, Hennessy? Yeah, like, like something Hennessy, like Hennessy that. to sponsor me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, sorry. So, what's what's the question? <laughs> <laughs> what's the question? How um, how do you go about getting sponsors? Yeah, yeah. Like, have you ever uh, thought about so that? So, I haven't actually done an event that. Well, actually, no, I've lied. I have, but um, so Control Shift, we done one with Hennessy. So, a lot of the time, it's just because they want their brand name stamped on what you're doing. Mm, okay. So, as long as it's a thing... So, for instance, with Hennessy, they they offer bottles, like free bottles for the events. In a way, you actually get more. Than they do. Yeah, mm. for real. It's marketing. They're just, isn't it? yeah, yeah. They're just exposing their Yeah, it's just brand. more exposure for them. And obviously, the bigger your platform, like the more yeah. likely they, they want to work with you. Did you guys hit them up or was it a thing like, oh, we so see what you're doing? With that, Annie had a relationship with Hennessy and also Apple Music. So okay. it's a lot of its relationships. And I think yeah, also because we're yeah. bigger as well, like we all can bring our own little things. So I wasn't actually really a part. So I was like, initially, no. And mm. I was like, hey, well, actually it was our event, but I wasn't actually a part of that per se, that whole like transaction. Mm-hmm. But um, it's, it's, all, it's all relationship building. And this is what I was also saying on the panel the other day um, about like how to connect with people. Like social media, that's one thing I'll always rate social media for. Like I'm not... I'm not like massive on it. Yeah. Isn't like my platform's not big anyway, but I wasn't massive on it anyway. Like I yeah. really started Instagram, um, started using Instagram more once I started DJ and like just yeah, yeah, my same, DJ. Same. And even then I wasn't doing it as much. Now I'm trying to upload a lot more. Like I'm conscious about like uploading. But um I've always said don't get caught too caught up on it. But 
if you're going to use it as a tool, use it to connect with people. Mm. That's how me and you connected. Boom, I, was just, literally. I was literally thinking, like, how do we meet? And it was literally through Instagram. Yeah. And now look, I'm sitting in front of you when we're it's recording true. a pop. Like, yeah. It's such a powerful tool. Like, it's you true. don't know what, where a DM could take you. Do you know how many people have hit me up for like stuff that they want or advice and things like that? Like, yeah. And that's why I'm grateful because it's allowed me to help other people as well. Even mm. if it's just a little advice or like if you want to come shout at me, DJ. Like, I don't know you from Adam. But here you are on Instagram hitting me up. I see that you want to do something. Cool. I can check your profile. Like it's, it's almost treating it like a CV, isn't it? Literally. So Literally. one thing I would say with anything, social media, even LinkedIn. So for yeah, LinkedIn. LinkedIn's lit. I've All been right. offered jobs from LinkedIn. Yeah, like they just look at your experience. Be like, excuse though. me. Like, yeah, like, I've yeah. only just started using LinkedIn because I've now quit my job. This is like the first time I'm using it actually mm-hmm. to like seek out opportunities, right? But even for instance, you say, All right, how do you get a sponsorship? All right, so I want to find out who works for Hennessy or who does marketing okay. for Hennessy. Mm-hmm. Literally just search marketing Hennessy. It'll come up, it's my yeah, and then you yeah. just connect with them. It's so easy. For real. It's the quickest way. So that's, that's true. Yeah. And just yeah, you're connecting with people and getting yeah. put on mailing not guest lists and not guest lists, you know, like mailing mailing lists, yeah. yeah mailing lists. And so for you me, can, if you don't ask, you don't get. It's true. That's it. Like if you don't what's the worst they're gonna say? No. no. Okay, cool. It's true. At least I asked. <laughs> that's my issue though, it's like I'm scared to but ask. I was the same. <laughs> I literally said this earlier, I was the same, but you know what? Now I've just humbled myself completely. Yeah. Like, you know what? Mm. What's the worst that can happen? I used to be so proud, like, oh, why am I out here begging for a booking? It's, it's not true. begging for a booking. It's, it's not true. begging. It's, it's a career that I should join. Like, if you're not going to come to them, not they're not always going to come to you. And I think that's one thing I got a bit cocky about because people were coming to me mm-hmm. yeah. initially. Um, people do, do still come to me, but I think I was getting a bit complacent about it. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you, know, you still got to be putting in the work. Like, let's not get complacent it's now. True. Like, you still got things to do. It's true. So I'm really about that. If you don't ask, you don't get. You must ask. People, a lot of people respe- are receptive. You'll be surprised. Yeah, it's true. Mm. The amount of people that, well, I am as well. So I would like to think, because I am, I like to think if someone, if I reach out to somebody, yeah. they will also be receptive. Because I'm like, my DMs are open. I said that at the panel too. Like, <laughs> my DMs are open. Anyone can come to me and, yeah, and speak to yeah. me. Yeah, That's I'm true. An open book. But every human being is different. Some people this, will just yes. view your DM and be like, oh. I know. No, no, I it's a bit <laughs> naive to be like, oh, I'm receptive. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, I've come to terms with that. Like, yeah. I'm very okay with knowing that some people are just going to like yeah. air it out. Yeah. No. And before I say Personal, yeah, I probably yeah. say personal, and now it's like again, it's fine, mm. it's okay, it's whatever, it's, okay, it's whatever. And some people just don't because have the time, come. yeah, yeah, something else time. will come. You yeah. just don't know, like, before I used to probably take a person, like, oh wow, rude, yeah, you know, it's just like it's okay because you know what, as well, that's one thing I tweeted the other day, no one owes you shit, exactly, mm. but and that's what I had to come to terms with. Yeah, but you owe it to yourself. So yeah. you keep grinding, aka wow. keep asking. Yeah. That's literally what I do. And I was like, this, this literally, that is the embodiment of how I feel right now. Like, nobody owes you shit, but you owe it to yourself. Mm. So stay on the grind, like, keep up, Damn. keep going. That's a word right there. Definitely. Right? <laughs> That's a That's word. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just taking it in. Can I get a name? Do you guys have anything else to add? I've realized time um, It's flown, actually. <laughs> it's actually. Eight to three. Damn. Oh, wow. That flew by. Yeah. Um, That's a good word to end on, though. Like, yeah, I really definitely. resonated with that one. Good. Yeah, Anything no, for real. Add? Like, how can we find you guys? Uh, <laughs> my social media is April Styles underscore kiss kiss Instagram. Sweet. I don't use Twitter, so I'm not even going to do that. <laughs> um, my Twitter's there, but I haven't posted for like three years. So. <laughs> 
I love Twitter. I just start getting back into it. Do you know what? I'll start writing. I'll be like, no, this is this long, lad. I'm tweeting a little bit. I'm just liking stuff because you can find yeah. the funniest stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm not active on it, but I'm yeah, always in my likes. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I see all of the what's going on. I'm like, ha ha. Oh my god. Yeah. But <laughs> me myself, I just don't tweet. I get anxiety yeah. just even trying to make a tweet. So I'm just like, man. Like, you never yourself know. Out there to the world. You'll put something out there, and now all of a sudden you're getting yeah. quote tweeted. Now you're yeah. getting quote tweeted. I'm just like, I'm not on it. I can't fire in my mentions. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> this girl, why is she saying this? I'm like, no, why yeah. not I agree? I'm just like, I can't, I'm actually not down for it. No. <laughs> uh, Instagram, I even post once a year. I need to start posting more. Yeah, Because that's I feel it. like, that's like, you're basically your portfolio these it days. Is. I've sure. learned that. Do you know what I mean? Are like, you actively DJing? Yes. Right I'm trying to get into it. Like, okay. so, but basically, I, 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 like, I want to learn. Okay. I want to learn. Like, so, someone donated me decks, but they're not, I've got the, this middle part here, but the, yeah. the, the, the I've got vinyls. Oh, like, it's vinyl. <laughs> and yeah. I was saying it to someone on the panel talk. I was like, how the hell do I use those when no one, no one really uses them anymore? Mm. Do you know right. what I mean? Like, so that was kind of my, I was going to use that to kind of practice, but I'd, I'd have no idea how to use them. Like, do you know what I mean? And it's like, I went to, um, you know, Roundhouse, they had a few sessions. So I've, I've tried to start practicing, but I'm, I'm still at beginning stage. Do you know what I mean? And it got really oversaturated to the point where I got there and there's like queues outside. Oh and yeah, it, no, you don't want that. Yeah, oh, so really? it's like I was gonna go you need there. To, you yeah. need to buy a controller. Mm. Literally, I that's this is how I taught myself. I bought a controller. What, what about the people quid? that I broke? Because right now I t- I don't have a job. Pirate Studios is your best bet then because yeah. they have decks and mm-hmm. it's like seven pound an hour. Oh, that's yeah. decent. Two hours, so two calm. hours every couple of weeks, if that. Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Just to play around with it. Yeah, that's your best bet then. I would say Pirate Studios. Cool. Yeah, that's sure. a good one. Yeah. I hit up someone. I don't mind coming through because the first time I went, yeah, I went on my ones. Yeah, and it was so, it was literally by chance. This really nice guy, JDX. Can't remember. I think he's in China. Oh, shit, I hope he's good. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. JDX, if you hear us, let us know you're good. Hey, JD. Hey, JD. <laughs> but he was like, "Oh, it's your first time. Like, let me show." Because I had no, I didn't had nothing so on what, record. Was box. he in a session before you? And he, he was, was walking like, in with me. So like, oh, we both came in. Um, got you together and he was like oh, are we here for us like, oh, i'm gonna like practice dj my first time he was like, oh sweet like have you set up your record box and everything i said my what my what's up <laughs> like, what like, oh, bet. And he proper like didn't because you know you have to pay for the hours in it but he was yes. like oh don't worry like he spent the first hour with me like oh, proper he was proper nice like, i would nice. not have started See, out how i did like but, be kind man yeah. Yeah. be more kind i even i was talking about that the other day i posted something because someone mm. left me a note imagine i was djing at peckham levels and someone left me an, 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 an anonymous note <laughs> anonymous <laughs> um <laughs> You know, certain things that just don't come out right. But yeah, um, yeah and it was just saying like, um, really appreciating the focus, keep it up. And I just found that so mm. sweet. Like, just mm. be kind. Literally, them I'm, little things. I'm all about giving advice and helping out what I can because just be a nice person, isn't it? It what goes a long about? way. Like, I it's literally, true. I appreciate that way. so much. And you will never forget him now. Exactly. Because it's true. It's true. That's that's the way to make impacts on people's lives. No matter it's how so small, true. how big. As long as you're making impacts on people's lives, then For real? it's all jiggy. Or Gucci gravy. Uh, but yeah, my socials, J Dolce is Bumble. my name. His name's the game. Name is the game, J Dolce. That's J A Y D O L C E underscore on Twitter and Instagram and SoundCloud and Mixcloud. Nice. 
How did you, quick one, how did you come up with your name? Oh gosh, you're so random. (laughs) (laughs) I was even DJing actually. Um, I just wanted a Twitter at handle. This is when Twitter was popping. Okay, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I was like, okay, cool. So I remember I was out shopping with my friend and um, I was just looking at lipstick names. You know, they always have like creative little names. Mm. And there was one lipstick called La Dolce Vita, which is a sweet life. Mm. So I was like, oh, Dolce. And Dolce means sweet. Mm. And oh. I was like, oh, That's I'm it. sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. It was really yeah. that. It's not even that crazy. That's how I came up with it. And that was my Twitter handle for ages. Mm. And I changed it back to like my normal name to make it more professional when I was at uni. I was like, you know, <laughs> yeah. And then when I went back into my creative bag, I was like, because you know, the time I was like, oh, what should my DJ name be? And then my friend was like, well, we always call you J Dolce. I was like, mm. yeah, that makes sense. I was gonna just use that. That okay. bangs though. It does it bang. Rolls, like, it does oh, bang. Yeah. I was sure, but I'm, I'm not gonna lie. At the beginning, I used to cringe saying it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, say it with my chest. Boom. Say it with my chest, bro. My Instagram name is what people used to call me. So April. I just yeah, April Styles. Well, April's my name. Okay, like, but like, April Styles. So I just made it everything. Like if yeah, I, I like when it. I start April DJing, Styles. that's gonna be my DJ name. Love like that. yeah. that's what it is. No, I like it. I, I can't remember how I came with Rush from Mars. Like yeah, why the Mars thing? Is it yeah, kind of like saying you're not even you're out this world. It's different because like, yeah, I started producing okay. like back in. I started this like music journey through producing and okay, and like my beats, I guess, were very different. Right. But like one of my friends, he would like always say like, yeah, this, this is like this different world. out of this world type shit. Like but it came from, shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it came from like astrology or something. Ooh. Like the actual marriage of the name. Okay. I remember seeing something about, because my star sign is Sagittarius okay. and the planet that governs that is like Jupiter or something. Yeah. But it was like, something like Jupiter and Mars. And the cross between it was like everything I was, isn't it? Okay. So I was like, boom. <laughs> yeah. From Mars. From Mars then. <laughs> yeah, because Jupiter didn't really fly in it. Yeah, yeah. Jupiter. <laughs> the name suits you though. It suits Too many you. syllables. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. But thank you guys for coming down. You're so welcome. Thank you for having us. for having us. Yeah, man. This was actually really that. good. I can't wait to edit this episode. Yay. I, I just can't wait to hear it. Me yeah, I'm gonna try to drop this one next week. I want this one out soon. Yeah, same. I actually want to hear this one. Mm. Try get it before out before March. Yeah, literally. For International literally. Women's Day around that. That would be lit. That's actually true. But obviously, no pressure. <laughs> nah, no, no pressure. No. I'm, I'm not it. <laughs> I'm, not even I'm, gonna yeah. this, I'm gonna message you like Rosh. Uh, yeah, like- <laughs> Hello, it's been like, two like- days. <laughs> Where's the episode? I'm <laughs> dead. <laughs> no, <laughs> dead. No, but thank you though for coming for. I really appreciate oh, it. It's alright. It's been life's a bike. And we out. We out. Yeah. Bye bye. (laughs) See you later.